Are you my podcast? 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 Oh, hello, Mary Radzinski. Oh, hello, Sarah Colonna. How, How are, are you? you? How are oh, you first? How are you? I'm I'm happy because you're here. Um, I'm happy because you're here. And listeners, subscribers, thank you. We are thank new. You. We are seeing lots of people subscribing. We would urge you to help your tell your friends about us. Um, you're helping us out to spread more lifetime cheer and just ridiculousness throughout the world. Absolutely. If you can't laugh or get really mad at a fictional character, what are you doing this holiday what are, season? What are you doing with your life? You're not um, living your best life, <laughs> goddammit, and we're here to help you. So, Spe- yeah. Well, speaking of living your best life, we were just discussing sort of how we pass the time. Um, right before we we started recording, we say a little hello to each other on Zoom, and then we turn our our cameras off of Zoom because we're too afraid of glitches, and yeah. um, it's because we're not smart people nope. when it comes to the web. And we were just discussing how we kind of like occupy our times. And I was telling Mary that I walk, um, my husband and I will walk up to this bar. We try to support local while supporting our um, livers. <laughs> and <laughs> we will walk up to this uh, bar because everything, we're, we're in Los Angeles and, and, and everything's still shut down, but you can get to go stuff. So we'll walk up to this bar on our corner and we'll get like a snack and a, and a cocktail to go. They can serve cocktails to go. Now, I don't think you're supposed to drink them while you're walking on the street, but I do feel like I can openly say I do because that's 2020's least fucking problem. Like yeah. if, <laughs> if you have yeah. a problem with me walking safely on the sidewalk with one drink and, you know, we don't drink more than one. I'm not, you know, drinking and crosswalking or whatever you want to call it. Um, sure. I'm being safe. Yeah, safety. And then we go down to another place and get another drink to go. And then we keep the lid on that one and bring it home and have like a little happy hour in our backyard. This is our sad uh, workaround just to get out and also truly to support local, which people should be doing. And I think that it came out that you seem to be doing the same thing. Yeah. Right before we um, hit record, I was just trying to lock down my my significant other, my emergency contact, and um, so that he would agree with Sarah witnessing that we're going to go take a walk and get a drink. So yeah, we I'm in Philly. We walk, we're close to the Italian market area. Uh, I was telling you earlier where like Rocky runs down 9th Street. And um, it's, it's fun. It's really cute. And they have a little corner set up with tables and Christmas tree- trees and lights and of course, alcohol for purchase. So we we safely distance ourselves, and um, we might have more than one. I don't mean yeah. to, but we might because oh no, it's a have, quick walk. Yeah, no, I think it's good, and I think we're we're uh, you know this is how people we're all being safe, we're obeying the rules, and then in the meantime, while places are closed, we're trying to order things from them. Um, yeah, support. Every, it does make yeah. me feel better to think that's what I'm doing, not just yeah. trying to numb the feelings. You know? <laughs> oh, Mary. Mary always makes me laugh. Well, <laughs> well, that makes me happy. You always make me laugh. Hey. She's um, the Hoda to my Kathy Lee. I am. It's all I've ever wanted. You know this. Yeah, like literally from the first day we met, I said, "Can I please be your Hoda?" 
and it happened. All it our happened. dreams came true. Oh, um, who knew? Twenty twenty. Well, yeah, uh, I guess. We what are we talking say, about today? I know. Well, first of all, welcome to uh, another glorious episode of Are You My Podcast. How do you like that? I just went and did it. Oh, wow. You just said it without even overthinking how you were going to say it. Yeah. Um, You know how long I've been gearing up for that? You practiced that all week. All week. All week. And that was good. I kind of like the I like the way you I like the way you accented podcast in that one. Um, It's like it went up to where it sounded like you were excited, you know? Yeah, I Mm -hmm. am in an um, kind of a, a good mood for some reason that doesn't happen i think actually it's just because i know i'm going to walk outside and have a drink after this <laughs> and i got to see your face which is that'll put a little pep in your step yeah yeah uh, yeah <laughs> well we are going a little rogue we not from you know we told everybody from the beginning we're going to be doing the um christmas movies through december but we're this isn't a, a december podcast we both want to continue we are continuing on with all the lifetime ridiculousness and we like to do their the you know the more fun cheesy murder murder psycho psycho nanny blah 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 things that come up which is probably the name of one of their movies um yeah. <laughs> but this week instead of doing a christmas one per se if i use that correctly i have no idea but did. we we did pretty little dead girl because this was a movie that I I was like it's it was the premiere of it, yet it was filmed in 2017. But apparently this was the United States premiere, so ah, I guess somehow okay. I don't know why I don't know why it went overseas first. There's nothing there was nothing about it that needed to be held on to. That much I can tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the the hold up or the the build up. I don't know if it worked, but nice try, Lifetime. Yeah, because I think a lot of people were confused because they were like, it's the premiere, but when you look it up, it seems to have come out a long time ago. And I even saw people commenting that on their Instagram, like, what do you mean premiere? It seems like it came out, but it definitely had not aired on Lifetime or in the United States before. So it is a, it's the world premiere and the title alone and the description alone, which I don't remember, but it was something about a girl being surprised who her heart transplant donor person was. And that's what the movie's about. Um, I mean, and sold, sold, count me in. That's all sold, I need to hear. Exactly. And we were like, that just sounds more fun than, you know, a, a Christmas in my kitchen or whatever the fucking yeah. Christmas and movie was. Listen, I've sort of like, I've come a long way. I'm finally not thinking about Phoebe every day. For those of you who listened to our first episode, I'm trying to move on and be a little bit more positive with a little bit less hate in my soul. And we Which like nobody the- wa- nobody really wants you to do that. <laughs> well, just for that particular character, I feel like I've exhaust. Like I need to let I need to let Phoebe go, and I need to move on to to loathing other people in these that's movies. A- okay, I mean that's fair. And if you- or you can just hold plenty of room in your heart to hate them all. <laughs> oh, um, and yeah, I know I've got a plus size heart. I'll do it. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Yeah, I feel like uh, the. If you have, if anyone listening has not listened to the very first episode that was called um, "Phoebe Sucks," you should definitely <laughs> just go back and listen to it and enjoy Mary's <sighs> disdain, um, and and rightfully so. Not for yeah. the woman who played her, for the no. character uh, of Phoebe. And I'm a, anyway, I'm a pussy. I can only hate <laughs> fictional characters. You know what I mean? I want people. I want to be liked. I can't let go of that. So yeah, yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. better. Yeah, I do um, too. This I, I want to say that I do think this could still be considered a Christmas movie because what Lifetime has done on the Lifetime Movie Network, um, they you know while Lifetime Network plays 
the Christmas movies Lifetime Movie Network has continued with these type of movies, and they're calling it Sleigh Bells, S-L-A-Y, Bells. Yeah, and they so they go hashtag Sleigh Bells. So this is kind of still a Christmas movie. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going to say it again. Nothing makes me feel more cozy than the idea of like Christmas snow being stuck inside air quotes, pandemic and some murder. There's nothing better than that. And nothing better. No. Buckle, tighten up the belt on your robe. Whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Don't shower. Just pull up your house pants. Yeah. 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 Oh, real quick. I I coined that term today. I said to Mark, because I I was just getting out of my regular pajamas into my daytime um, comfy clothes, and I called them panjamas. (gasps) Whoa. I have not heard that. I think I, I think think you, I think I'm like, yeah. I think you did it. I think I I did it. I think you did it. I haven't heard anyone else say that. And if they had, they probably were stealing from you in the in the future. I know nobody's going to like proactively want to own that level of corny. You know what I mean? But I'm like, this is my this is my moment. This is my moneymaker. Anyway, oh, you can maybe trademark that trademark those, you know, yeah. maybe you should look into registering a trademark for them and maybe developing a pair of pajamas. Yeah, that has, maybe- like a pocket like, for a flask or something. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a, a hood thing where you can just rest your bare helmet in it when you're on. <laughs> when you're, I don't know what you're doing with your head. You, but yeah, yeah, no, instead of, yeah, in, uh, a hood that instead of the drawstrings come out of the hood, the, the, the straws for the. Yes. <laughs> Sarah. Oh boy, we better quit talking about it or something. I was going to steal say, it. Stay tuned for merch, okay? Because we're going to have outfits while you watch this bullshit, okay? Stay tuned for merch and you better you better you better keep listening to our episodes cuz who knows many how many we have left cuz once we have to go to Shark Tank with Shark this new Tank. idea. <laughs> Sarah, no joke. 21 is going to be something. It's going to okay. be lit right. even I'll, if it's I'll okay. S- I'll stop with my my horse shit. Okay. All right. Well, Actually, Pretty Little Dead Girl. Yes. I'm okay. just realizing, I don't think I knew her. What's her? Oh, Emma. Just Emma. Kidding. Emma. Emma okay. is the lead character. Now, yeah. here's the thing is they open up the movie by by showing you that someone has, uh, we're led to believe somebody has committed suicide by doing the thing where you're, you're sitting in a um, in your car and you have a gas hose going into it. Um, that, old, that old chestnut. That old, that old chestnut. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that old holiday tradition. Yeah, you um, know, the, the classic. Yeah. And no, we're not joking about suicide. We're joking about the weird opening of this movie. And the but yes. what was weird was I I didn't know, honestly, and and I'm not I don't want to help anyone do anything, so I don't even want to know. But I was like, "Oh, I didn't know you could just do it in like an open She was in like a apartment garage. You know like, what I mean? Yeah, I thought you had to be like garage. Car- I don't know why I thought I thought I, I thought it was done differently, and I'm glad that I thought that. And I and uh, I hope nobody ever. It's a super tried. valid point. Yeah, like uh, you imagine yeah, it was a like small, an open like, garage. I thought it had to be, you know, um, like, like a, a small, ho- like yeah. a house garage, not like a parking garage. I didn't know you could go to a parking garage and do something like that, but this girl did. And oh yeah, you know, and so there was. I don't know where the hose was coming from. To be honest, a lot of it was confusing. But she, um, <laughs> and it was like a hose. It looked like it was attached to a shop vac that was just kind of wheeled like out of frame. It was yeah, but yeah. And she appears we got to be, the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. she appears to be dead. Um, 
shop back. I think that's right. Exactly what it was. She appears to be dead. And, um, and then they cut to a hospital and they show someone, you know, being revived and we got her back and they go donor heart, please. And they put a heart in now. And and then they move on. She's, she's, um, first of all, by the way, she comes, this person comes back from a heart being transplanted into her body. And the doctor just goes, she's back. To everybody. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. They weren't very enthusiastic as a surgical team at all. Uh, at all. I mean, if no. I just saved somebody's life from a fucking yeah. heart that was dead, yeah. and then I put a heart in them and it started beating, I would, I don't have a dick, but I'd whip it out. I'd be like, I just <laughs> yeah. fucking, I yeah. did that. Absolutely. I did that. Yeah. And you wouldn't yeah, be they, able to, you wouldn't be able to miss the erection in my scrubs. It would no. be so much in your pajamas, in my pajama scrub pants. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I was, I'm so glad that I, that also bothered you. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, why, what is, what is there? Where is the enthusiasm on? We just saved a life. Like I always yeah. imagine, like, I, you know, I do imagine more emotional people than, than myself, like tears and like, you know, you know, oh, back yeah. when you used to be able to high five and hug, like those things would happen. But instead they were like, she cool. Cool. Yeah. It was like put a heart in. She's cool. Even if they're not emotional, but it just like a little bit of like pride or like, you know, go look what I did. I mean, you know, a little like if someone that night was like, hey, Ted, how was your day? What was the best part of your day? He'd be like, oh, you know, they had chicken parm in the cafeteria. Like it's like it didn't even rate that he just saved a fucking life. It didn't. It didn't. And I just wanted that for them. I wanted them to own their yeah. own their victory. Um, also, I wanted it for the girl who got the new heart because, I mean, I want a little passion, a little passion project for the people putting in my new organ, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want you to feel something about yeah. what you just did. Well, now, so she, I, I'm, I'm not going to jump too far ahead, but I have to get ahead a little bit to explain okay. something that that really floored me. And I and I don't know if it happened to oh, you I can't or anyone else, but um, she wakes up at home, the girl that got the new heart. She tells her mom she had like a weird dream and um, and was wondering who the donor was. And the mom is like, well, the doctor saved your life, like basically wanting the donor to get no recognition. She very yeah. harshly is like, well, that, it wasn't the heart. It was the fucking doctor. OK, yeah, which is yeah. like weird. We already know something's up. But then she says it's about respecting donor privacy. But it was weird anyway. All I notice is everyone like the dad comes down. Everyone's acting very normal for. And my husband's watching this with me. God bless him. And I look over at John and I said, everyone's acting very normal um, about her life being saved, which is great. Like, you know, but like why she just tried to kill herself. Why aren't they more more depressed? You know, why aren't they trying to address her issues? And John was like, that's that's not who the girl did kill herself. This is the person that has the heart of the girl who killed herself. And I was like, what? Oh, my God, Sarah. I'm so glad you're saying this. I didn't go as long with my head up my ass as you did <laughs> but I definitely thought it was the same person and then like I maybe a little bit before you but yes they don't really make that clear they did not make it clear no they made not no at distinction all. the girls both had like brown hair and I, yeah. I just I was like oh the girl that tried to kill herself didn't succeed yay you know thank god right that's yeah exactly. and she got a new heart and 
and instead it was that really the debt, the girl that killed herself died the same night that this girl had whatever ailment she had, which we never, I don't think ever found out what it was to be honest with you. So spoiler yeah. alert, we don't have an answer to that. No, um, no. So thank you. I'm glad it confused you a little bit too. That's, I don't know if, we, but, but the, the weirdest part is that it, it, my husband who only perks up when, when there's fake snow and gets angry. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you got him to watch this one without a winter yeah. theme, you know? I feel I always thought he just is is, you know, probably looking, you know, at something on his phone the whole time, tolerating <laughs> watching this in the same room as me, even though we have other TVs in other rooms. I'm like and I'm like, oh, he's fucking watching. Yeah, oh, he's actively listening, watching, following. Yeah. Yeah. I love he, that. Had, <laughs> he had to tell me what happened. But thank God, because I would have it would have been so much I still would have been thinking, why aren't these people talking about that their daughter tried to commit suicide? Yeah, like shouldn't she be talking to someone today and tomorrow and working like yeah, like seeking getting some help? Why are you guys ignoring this? Yeah. It was not clear at all. You're absolutely okay. right. Because because I well and then it was one of those things where, you know, me, you know, the self esteem of an animal wearing a cone. And I was like halfway <laughs> like I was halfway through and I'm like, wait, is that it was like no that like I kept second guessing myself just thinking it's my fault that I missed something but I'm glad that you did too because it makes me feel no better. no it was lifetime's fault that you missed that yeah, and a little I don't bit of, and I want yeah. you to start Thank believing you. more in yourself and in, in your inability to follow a storyline thank you Sarah I'm no gonna problem. I'm I'm gonna work on that and I'm gonna take your heed your advice I am I um <laughs> Okay, so, oh, also, I meant to do some Googling, some WebMD before we talked, but of course I didn't, because, <laughs> you know, really, I have a lot going on, and um, so that morning, like you said, so she has a dream about the donor, she tells her mother, the mother seems real standoffish, like, doesn't, says, oh, the, the doctors did it, doesn't even make eye contact with the daughter as she's saying this, then they have a doctor's appointment, follow up, everything looks good. But the mom then is like super overly cautious um, and she's like not really on board with how quickly this girl is supposedly getting back into the swing of things. Uh, nothing stressful. But the one thing the girl wants to do is Ugh. get back involved with her debate club or group or team. Yeah. What, I don't yeah. know what you call them because I was a fucking loser. No, I'm kidding. No, totally <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't have any friends. But um And by the way, I do like that they made the dad just like kind of like a doofus. He's like a like, real fucking dork. Yeah. Like yeah, just like cracking <laughs> jokes. And that's yeah. another thing when I when I still thought she was the one that tried to kill herself. I was like, I mean the dad cracking little jokes. Insensitive. All day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, as uh, I I learned that it was not her. She's a girl that had something and we don't know what, and she got the she got the, you know suicide girl's heart we can already tell i'm not giving you a spoiler it's obvious it's pretty obvious you know otherwise we wouldn't have seen the suicide so we know yeah. that we just don't know who that person was now right. if she gets home from the doctor's appointment the next morning she does hear her mom on the phone talking to her aunt tanya, tanya. and and tanya's whispering about well it was a suicide and take some responsibility and they say it was a suicide so now we know okay somehow uh, you know, there's something going on with, with the mom and hearing you know, about suicide and we're all putting together that maybe mom knew who 
you know, the dead girl was. The donor, Maybe that's why yeah. she acted. Yeah, the donor. Sorry. My, my favorite part about that one. So it's like this, like, you know, again, this like secret conversation with, you know, Tanya and the mom is like definitely using a bit of an outside voice, but like trying to make it like she's being quiet about take responsibility, like you said and everything. But then like they and they show Emma walks up to her mom and the mom's just sitting at an island in the middle of an open concept kitchen, like acting so surprised that anyone would hear her like, oh, what are you doing here? I mean, it's the most open concept downstairs I've ever seen in my life. And she's just trying to have this private conversation like an asshole. At like two o'clock in the morning or something when she wouldn't <laughs> yeah. even expect right. Emma to be awake, you know. Right. Oh, it's so Let alone such a good point. down the steps. Yeah, I know. I just thought, I'm like, you know, maybe like go into the powder room or something lady yeah yeah why why are you or go into your go into your Porsche SUV yeah Yeah. Yeah. or go or stay in your bedroom and have the conversation actually that's probably this I don't unfortunately that I didn't get to that but that is the most reasonable thing she should have done yeah instead of just going to the most popular the the place that most people in the family would go to at any moment let me turn the overhead lights on (laughs) before I (laughs) dial up Tanya hold on a sec and make sure it's really Jesus. echoey in here and not have, yeah. make sure we don't have anything on the walls. I'm going to yeah. yell into a bowl. I don't know what that means, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like amplify? Anyway. Okay. She did do that. Yes. And yeah. and then Emma kind of overhears it and, and um, obviously the mom doesn't want to say anything. She's like, um, you know, I thought you, I, were you talking to Aunt Tanya? I thought you guys didn't talk anymore. So now we know like, okay, the mom and the sis and her sister are estranged the next morning. Emma, you know, we'll roll through some of these bullet points kind of yeah, quickly. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, and the next morning, uh, Emma, you know, wanders and asks the dad, you know, what happened, why Aunt Tanya and mom don't talk anymore. And he says, well, Tanya wasn't stable. And that's why her child, Constance, which is Emma's cousin, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, was in foster care. And that child services actually took Constance from Aunt Tanya. And um, it, and because it, the reason they came and was because Emma's mom called the child services. So yeah. basically, Emma was like Emma's mom. Sophie maybe was her name. Let's we could just say yeah, that. That's a good point. I think it was Sophie. I have it written down somewhere. But I, I, you know, my I refer to her most of the time as the mom. But yeah, I think it is Sophie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the mom, you know, had obviously, obviously, that's a sore subject when you have had to call child services on your own sister and yeah. the child gets taken away goes to foster care and she says and then emma says well constance committed suicide right My, i mean her cousin she's like is that why she committed suicide because she had a rough life in foster care and dad goes well that was around the time you got sick so i don't know much about that yeah dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what what Const- constance the cousin committed suicide around the same time that Emma got her heart with the and we shop saw the openings. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I smell so a rat. Sarah I smell a rat. They're so subtle is my they favorite are. thing about lifetime movies. So subtle. Yep. And she does Google Emma goes upstairs. Cause you know, the dad, he does say, I don't know much. He actually, he's not trying to cover anything. He really doesn't seem to know much. No. He's just like, that's when you got sick again with whatever the fuck it was. We have no idea. Um, Emma goes upstairs. She's kind of Googling the suicide, uh, trying to find out, you know, I think she put in like Seattle suicide person or something and, yeah, and trying yeah. to get hits on what happened. Uh, but then she got her a call from her friend, Tina, 
who's on the debate team. Who covers for her like a good co- friend should the whole yes. movie. Mm-hmm. She she basically says, are you coming in tomorrow? And she says, cover me for tomorrow. I have something to do, which is to go see Aunt Tanya. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I want to say that Aunt Tanya, who when the, the daughter goes to when Emma goes to see her, Aunt Tanya comes out of the house looking, I believe, like all of us in quarantine or at a least little me. frazzled. Yeah, she she's got wearing a robe. Her yep. hair is a fucking mess. Yeah, she's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Who's? Why is there a person at my door?" And I, that's she's probably the person I related to the most. Oh, a million percent. I would have seen Emma and noticed that she didn't have any sort of takeout food bags and been like, "Who are you? And why are you here?" <laughs> It's the only people that I associate with. You don't and have takeout food bags. Are you from Amazon? No, get the fuck off my porch. Yeah, yeah, unless you have a box or a pizza. No, thank you. And also, um, you know, like, oh, don't do debate club. You just had your heart, a major organ, uh, a transplant, a new one. But was she driving herself? I don't think that's probably possible. No, I mean, it, I mean, I, like you, I can't, you can't drive after you get you know, a wisdom tooth pulled out. Aunt Tanya does say, um, you know, you don't deserve her heart or you stole her yeah. heart or something oh, like that. Oh, so, yeah, we didn't say that yet. So yeah. she finds out she has her dead cousin's heart. She has her dead cousin's heart. She's figured that out. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows that she mm-hmm. is, you know, so pretty quickly they let you know because how long could they go on with this <laughs> facade? Mm-hmm. And so she goes home and that's what she's yelling about. She's saying, why didn't you guys tell me where the heart came from? And they said it would have been too much stress. And she's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And and then and, and then she seems to kind of I don't I don't know if she fainted then or something happened, but she's she like definitely got a little stress. Yeah, she got yeah. dizzy. Some of the symptoms that they said at the beginning, by the way, the doctor was like, here's um the ways you'll know if your heart is being re- if transplants being rejected, like if you get dizzy and you get a fever. So she gets a little dizzy, but it's fine. She's fine after a few minutes. She does now. She goes to um, uh, the police station the next yep. day Looking because for now, a detective, mm-hmm, and she wants to know more about her cousin's suicide because now she's like, "I have my cousin's heart. Why did she kill herself? How did she kill herself?" Blah blah blah. This detective is like, "Whatever, I, I make it quick. You know, I got a cup of coffee. I got no, I got no time for this." And real curt. Is the word I used. Very curt. Um, (laughs) Some, some, some might change one of those letters and say something else about her. Um, boom, mic drop. The end. That's amazing. Anyway, yeah, she she wasn't that friendly. Yeah. Yep. She ends up great, but was not. You shouldn't have time. And listen, I don't think I'd have a lot of time for some girl coming in talking, screaming about her heart, and I'd be like, I'm busy. I got, you know, I got make an appointment. Cases, and it was a close. Exactly, make an appointment. It was a closed case. She, the detective, real quick, kind of goes through the case file. Um, says like, you know, there were lots of drugs in her system. It was clearly a suicide. Who is she to you? What's your problem? And then Emma says, Well, she was my cousin, and I have her heart now. And then yeah. the, de- the detective drops the <laughs> drops the end from the cart, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is sure like, does. "Oh, that's a lot." You know, yeah. she yeah. she looks at she kind of she's like she takes it in. She's like, "Well, this is what you just say that up front. I probably wouldn't have been rude to you. Come in and tell me, right, right, a and little it, more." She, you can tell that she kind of like 
Yeah, like you said, like it hits her, the detective. And she's like, before Emma leaves, she's like, hey, hey, sorry about your cousin. But what she's really saying is like, congrats on your heart, though. You know, but like she's saying a lot in that one line. A lot. And I think she she gave her like her last known address and and um, but the address is not where she died. The address is like we said in this big condo building and we don't know yet that she had actually lived there. She has a last known address that's not that. And then Emma's like, well, why didn't the person who called 911 at, on when they found her in this car, why didn't they try to help her? You know, why didn't they pull her out of the car? Right, out of right. the car. And the detective is like, uh, I don't know. I never, like, basically gives a, huh, I don't know. I never yeah. really thought of that. And you're like, what, this 15-year-old has more, or yeah. 18, however old she is. You didn't, you never thought of that? You never thought, well, that's weird. Someone called 911 when they saw someone possibly dead in a car from suicide and clearly no, you know, menacing person around you didn't try to pull her out of the car first and then call 911 or at least like, like that's <clears throat> rip the shop hose vac tube out or whatever shop vac or hose. that yeah. yeah i mean one of the but yeah no like i like the detective looked up like she's like oh you figured me out i failed detective school <laughs> like there's <laughs> no way like it was embarrassing that there's again this girl who's looks like she just walked out of a gap ad is like well why didn't they do this when yeah, that was sort of embarrassing for the detective. It, it was. It was embarrassing. Detective school is my new favorite thing. Um, <laughs> that's where you go. Yeah, that's where you go. So she has questions. She goes to the address of the condo. Or no, she goes to the last known address, not the condo. Yeah, she goes to the last to see where she is. And she's walking upstairs, breathing hard like most of us. And um, she she goes alone and a, a guy answers the door and he's well, the guy, very, his name is Seth. Seth. I just very quickly, um, she walked, a seven story walk up. I mean, she just had a heart transplant. She's I don't, huffing, it was yeah. 7B, I believe was the apartment. I only noted it because I was tired thinking, I w- you know, there's no elevator in that building. I mean, seven okay. stories. Mary, see, this is why I need you. Like, how do you move into a seven-story walk-up? I was thrown off by later, because they have stairs in the house, and those never seem to to make her breathe hard. So She was skipping down those fucking stairs in the house. Yeah. I was focused on that, and I never put together 7B. Yeah, I never paid that much stars. attention to anything. And I, and I did, I mean, I saw her walking up the stairs and I never thought, I just thought, oh, she's breathing hard and they want to make a point of that. But I never thought to myself, well, I mean, come every on. apartment I, building has an elevator. Every single one of them. Every single one. And Unless also, one right. And all like, I, I have to, because people have are handicapped or have heart transplants. Right. No, exa- I've never had a heart transplant, but I would have had to have taken a knee by the second story and like, been <laughs> like, go on without me. I'll get there eventually. Like that. I mean, they made it like it was no big deal. She just like, <gasps> it was crazy town. It is so funny. I can't, I did. I can't believe that it was like seven, it's supposed to be seven <laughs> stories too. And I never, it didn't occur to me, but yes, where was the elevator lifetime? Yeah, where was yeah. the elevator? Come on. Come on. Anyway, come on, well, lifetime. 
She makes it without dying up those steps. You're right. Yeah, yeah. She does. And and she meets Seth, who at first we comes across a little bit menacing. And all I could think was like, oh boy, nobody watch, you know, doesn't hasn't she ever read the plot line of a lifetime movie? Don't go <laughs> right, to these places right. alone. Yeah. Um well, but she's he already out- dodged death a couple times. So she's yeah. like, you know, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, she cares. She's about as excited about her own survival as those doctors were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, they know that her personality kind of sucks. I mean, no offense. I'm just going to say it. She was a dud. She really was. Yeah, she was kind of a dud. Um, I, you know, I want her. I'm hoping. I mean, I know, want her to live. We learned that Constance, the cousin, <clears throat> we learned throughout it that she had quite a, you know, quite a, quite she a She was spirit. the fun cousin. I feel yeah. like I'd be friends with Constance, not totally. Emma. Yeah. So we hope maybe she'll get a little, you know, we're kind of hoping that pumps through her system a little bit from the oh, heart yeah, yeah. of Constance. Um, well, she talks to this Seth guy. He says, you know, he lets her in and, uh, and immediately we realize like, oh, he's not going to be a bad guy. Like he's a nice guy. He was close with Constance and he... <laughs> says to her, uh, you know, he's like, oh, I, you must be Emma. She always talked about you. They have a nice moment. She looks at some stuff that he has of hers. And then he starts saying, well, she just never would have done this. You know, there's just no way. It just doesn't make sense. And, and then she keeps saying, why was she at that condo? Why was she at the condo? And he's like, why was she at the condo? And she would never kill herself. And none of this makes sense. And I'm like, where the fuck we're the police, and why didn't you say any of this to the police when the whole thing went down? Yeah, yeah. And you I guys mean, are this confused about it. Where were your objections during the whole investigation? No, like no one brought that up. Nobody. I, I mean, now it makes the whole thing of not asking why the nine one one caller didn't help the person seem elementary at this point. It, I mean, this case got jumbled, Sarah. It really did. It got it got jumbled. I mean, you don't people don't like I said, you usually it's at home. You don't drive to a fancy condo building and plug in a shop back in the in a in a wherever you found an outlet and and manage to huff in the flames or whatever it is. I don't know. It it also I have to be honest right now on this moment. I don't think I understood (laughs) that the parking garage with the shop vac death was or I guess why did I think maybe no I don't know I'm just confused there were two apartment buildings in this right and I was a little confused about which parking garage was the you know well, what she I mean? killed Whatever. herself at the condo so this is the where whole she thing. was living yes with, okay but not with Seth like right there was she was living in it, we find out when they you know we can just get to that but like they, we find out later that she was actually also living in this like fancy condo building where she killed herself. But nobody ever questioned why did this girl who lives at this it's 7B with Seth drive yeah. to this, this fancy other parking condo. Garage. Yeah, parking garage and and, and do it there because it's right. you know she had and, and she had a she had to bring the hose, I would I guess. You well, know, yeah. She in the back of that El Camino, I'm assuming, is where she brought the whole vac. But also yeah. like were her and Seth an item? They well that I couldn't tell until yeah. later. So okay. I, yeah, I think yeah. that he was just like in love with her, maybe. I don't know if they yeah. were. Um, okay. Well, she is obsessed with the whole, like, you know, the the whole plot line that you missed that the girl killed herself in the fancy <laughs> yeah. condo True. that we later find out she was also living in. And she goes home and with this like new information kind of about like she's now, you know, Seth doesn't think she killed herself and the police seem to have failed this investigation. She goes home and, 
and storms upstairs, you know, mad at her parents still about not telling her the truth about Constance in the first place. Storms up the stairs, no, not a huff, not a puff. No, no problem. No, like on top of the world physically. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. And then the mom and dad are arguing, <laughs> she hears, and we don't really know what they're arguing about. And the next day the mom says, It's all fine. It's no, it's no big, it's no big deal. Um, and then her boyfriend comes over, who we did meet a little bit earlier in the in the movie at the beginning. He we saw him for a second. His name is Mark, I think. Just yeah. like your boyfriend's yep, name. Just like uh-huh. mine. Yep. And he's very similar to Mark. Um yeah, to your boy. yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Won't stop talking about football. Yeah. And real peppy. He, he real peppy. Loves mm-hmm. football. Just they just they make him the bit like kind of just the dumb jock guy. Yeah. He they live in Seattle, but he loves the Niners. And as I can tell you, as uh, for those of you don't who don't know, my husband used to be on the Seattle Seahawks and we lived in Seattle for a long time and you'd be hard pressed to find a, a fucking 49ers fan in Seattle. So <laughs> is this the point when John got up and like, just let you watch the rest <laughs> by yourself? Cause I feel like he'd be like, fuck this. This is it's like, dumb. Like this is just not believable anymore. Yeah, Fake snow. Yeah. That makes fake snow seem elementary. This is horse shit. Everything about this movie was adding up until then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, anyway, they, sh- the Emma and them, like he comes over. I think we just want to. He doesn't have like a big well, no. part in the movie. He, we just want to see that she has the option to be with the all-American, sweet, sporty guy, and um, and later, you know, she won't be. Yeah, basically. You know, Did you? Alert. This this is a dumb again, like the dumb <clears throat> detail, and I don't know what the point was, but there was a moment. I think it's it was like when the, it was like the. They'd been arguing because Emma had been out for hours or whatever, and she's mad about different things, blah, 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 like you said. And then the next day, the mom's like, it's fine. Everything's fine. She tries to make nice. And she offers to make cookies for Emma and her boyfriend, Mark. And um, Emma tells her that she's not supposed to have cookies yet. Because she just had, you know, cholesterol right. and stuff. I mean, triglycerides, I believe. Or tri- was that. it triglycerides? Sorry. I don't yeah, tri- know. I just, make, I, don't, I don't even know what a triglyceride is, but I, think I don't either. I don't either. I just know that, you know, it's important not to walk up seven fucking stories after you've just had a new heart put in. But, but God forbid in, you have a sugar cookie. <laughs> yeah, a couple Toll House cookies. But it was funny because I don't know why, but in this movie, in like, the mom's like, can I make you some cookies? She's like, no, thanks. I'm good. The dad comes in. How about some cookies? No, thanks. The mom goes back and she's like, let me just get you a couple cookies. Like it was the fucking weirdest thing. They wouldn't lay off the cookies. I don't know if you noticed that. Also, right. like normal, I was hungry and I love cookies. And so like no one would have to ask me once, let alone four times if I want right. some cookies. But And so like, did you get a little mad at Emma for having people fawning over her with cookies when you were sitting there cookie-less? Is also that what to happened? Tur- yeah, to turn your nose up at cookies. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't like her. Constance would have had those cookies. Yes, she, yes, she would have. She, she'd fucking Constance be in there making... She would have cut those cookies up and fucking snorted them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she would have. She would have... Fun. Yeah, she would have... I don't know, had guys do shots of milk off her stomach with cookies and bulls. I don't know. Edit that out, Mark. But anyway, the point <laughs> is, it was it just made me mad. And again, I just didn't like she just kind of had a shitty personality. That's all a little bit boring, kind of like negative, like, oh, you've got a new lease on life. You were given a fucking new heart and you're just miserable. Like, have a cookie. 
you know, it just made me mad. Yeah, no, I agree. And, uh, you know, the cookies didn't happen. Mark, for whatever reason, was over. I think he ate the cookies right in front of her. She and whatever. And then she's supposed to go to the debate club again and tells her friend again yeah, to cover yeah. bails again. Yeah. Yeah. And now that now the friend is hesitant to cover for her again because they the mom found out last time that she covered for her. We just saw this argument before that we like the mom is basically like, you know, don't do that again. Don't be go missing again, basically. Yeah. You know, you, you said you were going to debate club. Where were you? And they kind of have a quick conversation where Emma's like, you know, it, the mom says something like this has been very hard on me. And Emma's kind of like, well, bitch, I'm the one with the new heart. Like it was yeah. a whole harder on me, which is a good point. Um, and really the only time we see her stand up to her mom, but now the friend is hesitant to cover for her again. She's like, why? Oh, you know, your mom scared me last time. Well, the mom's a lot. I can the mom's imagine. I wouldn't want to deal with that. No, no. Yeah. And what we find out the reason she wants her to cover for her is she's meeting Seth at the condo, yes. the secret condo that we find out, you know, that, that where, where, where she killed herself. Now they kind of run into this woman outside the condo who says uh they they i think they show her a photo of of constance or something yeah and, and she recognizes her immediately it's yeah, perfect <laughs> it's perfect she's yeah. like oh we saving thank god some we time ran in, here yeah we ran into that right one you know we don't have a time lifetime didn't have time for a montage of them asking a bunch of people they ran right into the girl that knew her yeah and this woman was like oh yeah no we lived on the same floor in this condo and they're like, what? Yeah, what? She lived here? Like, we thought she lived with Seth. And <laughs> how this is apparently a huge, fancy condo downtown Seattle, which I can definitely tell you costs a lot. And, um, you know, so they're very confused. Like, what do you mean she lived in there? And then she kind of spills out, you know, a little information like, well, which condo was it again? And she's like, you know, the one on the corner with the amazing view. I kind of have shitty views. She has the really amazing views because she obviously has more money than me. Oh, my God. Is she the one mixed up in the suicide? Blah, blah, blah. She's this woman's kind of going on and it gives time. It gives Seth time to just pull a key fob right out of her bag. Yes. A little pickpocket. Mm -hmm. I was a little right out of the bag. That. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the key fob to get into the into the building, you know, because, um, again, another thing that I miss is that <laughs> they they go into the building and they go to the condo that, you know, this lady had clearly told them the right one because she says, which, you know, the, the one with the view at the end of the hall or whatever. So they know yeah, which one to go to. hard on over that particular yeah. unit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to that one and he starts picking the lock and I go again to my husband well why is he picking the lock they just got the keys and he was like no you idiot they got, they got the thing to get into the building you know the fob or whatever that would get you into the building that woman didn't have constance's keys she had her own keys so now he's got to pick the lock to get into this this condo and i was like i am missing a lot here oh. Well, you know, I feel like that is an easy mistake also don't feel bad because in my notes i have it more than once that uh Constance lived in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so you missed a lot. I missed a lot. I guess to yeah. me, a fancy apartment is a hotel. I don't know. Well, when you have what a door condo. guy, I mean, I get yeah. it. I mean, you have a door guy and you like, need, oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But someday. It, was a con it was someday a condo. I'm gonna, someday I'm going to go to a real condo and see what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how embarrassing oh, for me. I'm excited for um, you. Thank um, you. 
Yeah, so she gets a little upset. Oh, while she's I'm like huffing and puffing. Yeah, because she's a yeah. bit of a scaredy cat. He's clearly like, you know, they're showing that like he's been around the block. Like he knows how to do, you know, real world shit or whatever. And Emma's hyperventilating. Honestly, at this point, she should get a refund on that heart because I mean, like the the minor shit that has thrown her into these. Is that what would happen? I guess that's why I wanted to Google that like with that you're like you can't breathe. I I would assume if you were stressing out a new heart, you would just like you Collapse. know, like blood pressure. Yeah, you would fall down or you know, whatever, whatever. Not like <gasps> it was like they were like fucking around like she had new lungs yeah i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say they didn't do a lot of research on that and they just came up with her own you know reactions Um, it's a valid my guess it would be a lot harder to do yeah that's what i would do yeah you're right yeah i'd be like i gotta you know if i was if i was the writer on that i'd be like i i'm I'm gonna make up my own fucking symptoms and yeah like cut to move to the next thing yeah no i would have done something fun though i'd have been like every time she gets stressed out she just shits her pants (laughs) you know (laughs) I was going to say she sneezes and then shits her pants. (laughs) And and you're like, wait, that's what does that have to do with your heart? Like, who cares? I'm the writer. And then they'll be like, challenge me, bitch. Did you ever had a heart transplant? Do you know that doesn't happen? Yeah, exactly. You don't know all the side effects. And that's mine. That's my side effect that I wrote. I've watched all 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. It could happen. It could totally happen while they're playing chasing cars or whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, so they get into this condo anyway. And um, now he I mean, he didn't seem that concerned with her hyperventilating in the hallway. He, but at first, but then when they got in, he seemed more concerned. He's like, what was that about? And she's like, oh, you know, low blood sugar, because she hasn't told him yet that yeah. she had a heart, you know, the deal with that. She she hasn't said that I have um, Constance's heart. So she goes, oh, just low blood sugar, sugar. And he goes, whoa, I thought you're gonna have like a heart attack or something. Huh? LOL. And then she, you know, uh, and she goes, like, yeah, <laughs> like, wouldn't that be, you know, it's like he he lobbed it up for her. That would probably be the time to That'd tell be a great, him. Great I mean, moment. Yeah. It was like a doors handoff. open. Yeah. yeah I'd be like, oh, by the way, I might have. Um, you know what? I might be having a heart attack and this is why. Yeah. Dickhead. But he doesn't. Yeah. Now, he quickly finds an envelope uh, that, that's addressed to Emma. Now, this is uh, keep in mind, this is Constance's secret condo in a fancy building. Uh, nobody understands how she lived there because he thought she was poor, you know, living in his apartment with him. And they quickly find an envelope addressed to Emma. And all I can think is like, why hasn't anyone searched this place? Why hasn't anyone looked at this place? Wouldn't who's paying the rent since she's been dead? I mean, these questions, I guess, get kind of answered later, but not really, if you think about it. And they don't really answer why nobody's thought like, hey, remember that girl that used to live in the condo with the nice view? Nobody's seen her and she hasn't, um, you know, been around and nobody's paying the rent. It's just all pristine. Like, again, with the this envelope laying out that it turns out is addressed to Emma, but and it says that there's a GED in there. And mm-hmm. basically, Constance got a GED under Emma's name. Now, to me, I'm looking at this condo with these nice views, and I'm like, who the fuck needs a GED? Like, you've got this condo already. <laughs> kind of a waste of time yeah. in your short I- life. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're good. So, yeah. and then on the back it says "Call me," and there's a cell number from uh, initials PH. Okay. Now Seth sees some some champagne. He gets the champagne out. He says that uh, 
it's rich. It, this is she, she goes, what are you doing with that? And he's like, well, I've never had champagne. It's for rich people. And I'm like, have you ever seen fucking Frisian or whatever that bottle yeah. is? It's like a dollar at the store. Yeah. There's champagne for not rich people, too. <laughs> right. Rich, uh, poor people can celebrate, too, Seth. You feel like yeah. you've been missing out. Yeah. They have champagne right out of a box. And mm-hmm. I've had it. And it's not I mean, bad. I would like to get some. Yeah, you might have some on your walk today. I was gonna say I might pick some up for New Year's Eve. Um, yeah, now he, he does start getting upset because he's like, "I feel like I didn't know her at all. How did she have this condo?" And and you know, Emma thinks that maybe she was in. She loved someone. She loved someone else because she sees like a photo of him with someone. Um, and he's kind of storms out of all this. I don't think he's seen the photo yet. He storms out, and then he goes into like another room, and and Emma goes in there and finds. Um, him with a door open and there's basic like a closet door open and he's found a bunch of lingerie and he basically has come to the conclusion. Oh, Constance was able to have this apartment cause she's a hooker. Yeah. Get no, Emma has a, yeah, no, Emma has a photo of Constance with this mysterious man. And she's like, I don't think she was a hooker. I think she was, you know, in love with someone. Well, now he is pissed and, well, he, and it- so yeah. I don't know if it was his first time having champagne or his first time having any alcohol because he was like pissed drunk within the first couple sips. First couple sips. Yeah. Lightweight, I would say. Real Seth lightweight. Was a little bit of a lightweight. Yeah. yeah. And maybe he's of more of like a meth serum. guy. Yeah. He, he did come off a little methy. And <laughs> um, I do feel like uh, he, he, yeah, his feelings were coming out uh, that possibly he thought more about Constance than just a roommate. Um, you sort of got that idea because then he, that's when he sort of kind of uh, maybe a little inner rage. He pushes a picture of Constance and the and a, the guy who we're led to assume is the John, if you will, or whatever, mm-hmm. the um, the rich guy off of the table and it shatters on the floor. Like He shatters on the floor and then yeah. Seth and then Seth downs the rest of the champagne right out of the bottle like a rich person, by the yeah. way. That's how well, a rich right. person would yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. They had to cut when he before he ran off and puked all over the floor. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So we could see there's some drama. Seth is struggling. Emma's trying to figure out what the fuck was Constance doing? Who's this guy? And why isn't he looking for her? Or does he know? You know, there's all these obvious questions going on. Now, we cut back to the detective who is now, um, I guess her interest is piqued by Emma's questions. And mm-hmm. she's kind of looking at the old file and she calls uh, a friend in the, you know, another detective or whatever. And she wants a recording of the 911 call and she wants the EMT report. Why she didn't want those when she was investigating the case, I have no fucking idea. But yeah. And I'm sorry I keep using the F word, everybody. Well, no. I no, keep because it. this no. frustrate. It's I'm frustrated. And I'm picking it up, Sarah, because you fucking have every right to say the F word because it's enraging because they didn't teach her all these things at detective school. They didn't tell her that you're supposed to follow up on, you know, police and ambulance things when you aren't sure what happened in a murder. Exactly. Thank you. And now, and then they, and then they go back to the penthouse where Emma's trying to tell Seth, like she was not a prostitute. Don't think that. And he's like, well, one time she gave me a thousand dollars for pawning a bracelet off. So she must be a prostitute because where else did she have a thousand dollars for a bracelet? And I'm like, well, why didn't you ask that before Seth? Yeah, exactly. You guys just like they weren't communicating. Nobody was communicating. No. And, And then he's like, maybe she did kill herself. I didn't even know her. And Emma's like, no, she didn't. She was my cousin who I haven't seen since I was a child and who was in foster care, but there's no way she killed herself. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except she's my best friend, and I. But I know that there's no way. Yeah, it was that was sort of a weird thing too. Like they really pieced it. Like even going back to the box she found of her shit earlier, it's like just all these pictures of her and her cousin, but yet like she didn't really know that she lived with a guy named Seth or that she what she was up to. But yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I'm just it, it was a little loosey goosey. There was some loosey goosey plot lines. There was a lot of loose loose ties. Um, and you didn't want to say loosey goosey, Sarah. That did I know. Well, you said it, and I didn't want to repeat it. Well, it's embarrassing. I shouldn't have said it, and I, I respect you for putting your foot down and not saying it. No problem. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, okay, wait. So uh, back to the plot line that wasn't really happening. Now, in the mom, Emma runs from the downtown thing after discovering all this, the condo, back to, into the debate t- team. Why we have to have the debate team? I never know until finally, I guess. Well, I, now, I and out. then you're yeah, like, oh, I'm about to I think find we, out. we could have gotten there quicker, probably. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the mom's like very upset because she's at the thing. She's like, you obviously have disappeared again. I'm mad. And then they go sit in the car or something. And she's like, you know, I saw Constance downtown about a year ago. And she had just gotten the news. She's like, I, I, I ran into her, and I, I don't know how really how she was doing, but I had just gotten the news that you were bumped down on the donor list, and I was just a mess last time I saw her. And like, she just kind of throws that story out out of nowhere. I know that yeah. story, no big deal. Uh, red flag. I thought she was gonna like fess up right there. I know, and she didn't. No. Um, I just want everyone to know that my husband just brought me a fresh cocktail. Oh, so, yours yeah. is nice. I'd like to text mine. Well, I, well, I did a husband, I, but you know what I mean? Well, you got a mark. It's the same. <laughs> I, I I, will say that I texted him. So oh, you there, did? If, if okay. it felt like there was a momentary like brain lapse or something, it might have been because I was texting John to say, can you bring me another vodka apple cider, which is Ooh. my new favorite drink for the holidays. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Warm or cold? Or no. I'm, why, why, nope. why would I even say warm? I don't. Is that is that a thing? Well, I don't, I don't know. know. You could do that, like a hot toddy That's kind so, of version. Oh, yeah, yeah. So wait, just apple cider and Tito's? Apple cider and Tito's with ice in it. Uh, I'm a hundred years old, and a no, few last year, a friend of mine who is a a fellow heartburn lady. We get a little heartburn here and there. I she, do too. She told me that it's you know like a margarita. Oh, you know the things that'll give you heartburn when you're eighty. And she said apple juice is great. Like you won't get any heartburn from it. And I thought, well, that's weird. But then I thought, well, you you mix. Vodka orange juice, that's a screwdriver. Vodka grapefruit, that's a greyhound. Um, vodka pineapple, that's a, I'm not sure what, but it's a something. It's Cranberry, delicious. Like, that's what it I'm is. Favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, do you want it? Well, vodka with cranberry and pineapple is called a Bay Breeze. Oh, Bay Breeze. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, that's funny you say that. You know, my first drink ever was a screwdriver. And then um, I remember having Bay Breezes because somebody told me that, like when I was. Well below twenty one. Do you know what a sea breeze is? It's vodka oh, with grapefruit. I don't. You're like I, I ask you a question that I don't like to give you. No, no. I'm also Sarah. I'm. I think I. I think. I think I know sea breeze, not bay breeze. Yeah, well, because you're going to say white grapefruit and cranberry, cran- cranberry and grapefruit. I've yeah. never. It didn't have to be specifically white grapefruit. I don't think. But so oh. yeah. Anyway, I used to be a bartender. It's not a big deal. I have a lot of knowledge. Um. You do. 
But in my, you know, reaction to apple juice and vodka, I was like, well, there's, you mix everything else, every other juice with vodka. Why can't you mix apple juice with it? So I did. And you know what? I get looks back when you could travel and, and go on airplanes. Remember those days? Yeah. Um, the good old days. Yeah. If I was, you know, sometimes I would ask for vodka and apple juice when ordering my drink and they kind of look at you like, okay. And they give you your little thing of apple juice. And I'm like, well, fuck you. If, you asked, if I asked you for vodka or orange juice, you wouldn't have made that face. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the there's stick a lot. up your ass about apple juice. Well, yeah. cider sort of sounds... I mean, it's festive and it didn't make sense. It puts sense. me in the or holiday does, spirit. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Because like, I think there's a lot of sugar and calories happening right now, but I just want to, uh, I just want everyone to know I'm embracing that this holiday I've, season. I think it's really a delicious thing that I'm going to be trying this week. Okay, should we get back to the story? Yeah, we probably sorry should. For that. No. Okay. Uh, don't you dare be sorry. Okay. I think I, we, we taught a lot actually just now. So everyone yeah. can your vodka apple cider that you're going to make right when you finish this. Um, it's like a perfect, um, yeah, perfect little recipe for the, for the Lifetime Christmas movie drinking games that I posted on our Twitter. Oh, yes. That was At, good. Are that you was my pod? Good. That way you mm-hmm. can just get hammered during one movie. Take a nap yeah, we and have, then watch another. We have many suggestions for you. Yeah, we do. Um, um, okay, yes. Yeah, sorry, back on track. Okay, well, the everyone. mom basically, you know, throws it out there that she saw Constance right after she found out that her daughter was off the bumped down the donor list from whatever disease she has that nobody ever tells us what it was. Mm-hmm. So we kind of are like, okay, something's up here. Now, a couple other things happened, nothing exciting, but then Seth calls the house. Uh, Seth, you know, Constance's old roommate, calls the house. He wants to talk to Emma. Emma says, tell him I'm not available. And then she goes and sits on her couch with her annoying boyfriend while he laughs at TV and um, just kind of ignores her. He's just like, goof, you know, he's just like the goofy guy that has no idea that she yeah. is he's depressed. Like the, and, yeah. The personification of like a golden retriever. He's just happy to be there. They're having some snacks. He's probably eating more cookies. And she's like, she looks all like sullen, puts her head on his shoulder. Like she's so, you know. Yeah. Like, and then Seth kind of ends up getting hold of her. I think he ends up calling her again the next day. Like, yeah, she's she's trying to do the thing with the boyfriend. And then Seth calls her the next day and is like, I've been trying to get hold of you. I don't think she killed herself. Like, he just decided that again. And she's yeah. like, well, I don't have time for this. I think she did. You know, I'm moving on. My mom told me to move on. My boyfriend ignored me last night while I, you know, basically <laughs> cried on his shoulder. And I'm moving on. And I'm yep. going to my debate. Now, she goes to the debate club again we still hasn't been cleared by the doctor everything's confusing but I, she goes to the debate where the guest speaker is a lawyer mm-hmm. and it's the guy from where mary from the condo uh picture that mm-hmm. was the john the mm-hmm. the guy well it's not a john but we think but or not a boy, john boy, yeah, boyfriend yeah. or a john we're not sure right but right we think it's probably the boyfriend i'm on team emma on this i don't want constance to have been a prostitute okay yeah but um, that's who it is yeah so it's the guy and she recognizes him very quickly which oh immediately I <laughs> yeah me neither <laughs> me neither yeah. i still I, i'm still trying to f- split the difference between emma and constance in the beginning so yep. um <laughs> So she recognizes him right away and she's like, oh my God, this is the guy, the guest speaker in the debate team is the guy that, you know, my cousin either dated or whatever. So 
he she raises her hand to ask a question and he's like okay uh, first what's your name and she's like my name is emma miller and he is shook yes he is shook yeah because obviously that's the name that he thought he thought that was Constance's name because we saw the GED address to her. Like she probably used that name for the lawyer too. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, he is, uh, whew, he's shook, but he kind of um, brushes it off quickly, I would say. Mm-hmm. And they have like a weird ethics talk where she says something like, "If what if you knew something about a suicide and you covered it up? And he goes, well, uh, uh, I don't know. And then he gives some weird answer and the whole rest of the class is like, what's your fucking deal? And it's very strange, but we all know that he is, well, you know, and, aware. And he's, he's, I think he's even more aware because he does, did you pick up on when he says this, when she's like, yeah, whatever, they're like, they're sparring back and forth. And then he says, I think I can get to the heart of the question. Oh, I did not pick up on that. But I don't know. Am I reading into it too much? You know that I tend to do that in my life and in Lifetime movies. I don't know because I didn't. I didn't ever got the get the idea that he knew that she had the heart. But maybe he did. Well, it's a little sloppy writing, Lifetime. If that wasn't intentional, okay. <laughs> like find some other phrase. Yeah, there. yeah. Don't maybe just go. Oh, don't say heart of the issue because then people yeah. think that he knew. Actually, yeah. no, I have no idea. And maybe they even said it loud and clear and I missed it just like a lot of other things. No, but you know, I tend to hyper focus on things I shouldn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we see basically that, um, you know, there's that that's going on. And then she, the class is sort of confused by her question. And then she breaks up with her boyfriend kind of out of nowhere. And she says, I'm just, uh, that's just not for me. Like he's, he's the all American boyfriend and and I'm the debate person and that's not who I am anymore and the friend is like what are you talking about so they have this weird conversation and then she runs to see Seth and she's obviously upset about seeing you know the lawyer and now she wants to talk to Seth and Seth doesn't answer the door and she wants to say like this the guy who was in my debate class today was the guy from the photo and they want to get to the bottom of this but Seth doesn't answer the door and then she's kind of walking back dejected and a cop stops her and says, so-and-so would like a word. And I don't yeah. know what the guy's name Mi- was. Yeah. Mis- it's, yeah, he goes, Mr. Harkin would like a word. Harkin. Who the right. fuck is Mr. Harkin? I mean, well, she. The- li- I mean, I yeah. know who it is now. But right. Well, we I mean, didn't know she then. Just, she didn't know his name, did she? I mean, because she, she just gets right in the back of the, the cop car with like. I mean, oh. yeah, I thought that was very. I mean, you've already survived the heart thing. You've already survived walking up a couple flights of stairs. Like now you're going to get in the back of a, a car Seven. after Mr. Harkin asked for you. Yeah. Seven flights of stairs. So that was, but you know, I do. Maybe they introduced him as Mr. Harkin. I forget, but we do yeah, know probably. the initials were PH on the envelope. Like we're all putting it together. We got it. We yeah. put it together a fucking an hour ago, but we're still watching the movie. <laughs> So she's in the back of the car and then she goes to see Mr. Harkin, who now we see as the guy from the photo and from the debate thing. And basically he's like, what do you want? You know, what's your deal? And she's like, I want justice. And it, they just have this weird conversation. And he's like, are, are you blackmailing me about my affair? And so he quickly just spits out his issue, which is like, oh, um, you know, Constance, who I thought was named Emma or maybe not, I don't know, was my girlfriend and I'm married. And he just thinks that Emma's trying to 
blackmail him. Yeah. Now he's like, I gave her everything she could want. I gave her a bracelet. Now we know where the bracelet came from that she pawned off earlier that was referenced. Mm-hmm. And they kind of have words and Emma walks away. And we're so we're kind of realizing like maybe this guy, Emma thinks that he killed her right. to cover up his own bullshit, his own affair. His indiscretions. His indiscret. There you go. That's a word. Mm-hmm. And instead, we're getting the idea that maybe he didn't and maybe he doesn't know. But Emma's not convinced of that yet. And then we see the detective kind of wandering around the condo. I don't know how she found out about it, but she finds some glass. Like, how about she find out about the condo? I have no idea. No idea. Well, and it, for her to find out about that without knowing to ask the most basic questions at the scene of the crime, you know, originally, yeah. it's pretty yeah. impressive. She's come Probably. a long way. Oh, guys, hey, has anyone has anyone ever seen this girl? Because we're just curious why she killed herself here. Oh, yeah, she lives on the floor at the end of the... Boom, the fucking thing would have been solved. Yes, a couple questions. A year ago. Mm-hmm. And I would have had to watch... And I only would have had to watch a 10-minute movie. Yeah, like a 15-minute Kentucky Fried Chicken length. Oh, God, that was glorious. A little reference, but yeah, no. And also... It, uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, this is just... It's just, again, it's like my... Again, the bone to pick with Emma... When she leaves Harkin, when they part ways after like kind of the threatening back and forth, he offers to give her a a ride home. And she says, no, thanks. I'll walk, which probably was the wrong answer considering her heart condition and all. Oh, you know, listen, this she we already know that she's always making the wrong decisions. Yeah. And that it's only convenient for her to have strenuous exercise when it's when it's in her best interest. It's like she's been a little bit of a martyr with the whole thing. A little bit of a martyr. Yeah. You know, and so you were so Detective Roberts is in that fancy apartment. She finds a piece of glass. She finds she sees a fingerprint on this broken glass mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. know that it's Seth. So we're like, oh mm-hmm. shit, you know? And the mom, so she pre- puts it into a be- evidence bag. Oh yeah, bag. With, yeah, a Ziploc. W- with what? With her bare hands. Yeah, that is right. <laughs> well, okay. I, again, she Now didn't... we're starting to realize yeah. why she did fail detective school, but somehow still become a detective. She yeah. handled evidence with her bare hands. Hands. Hand. And then, and then yeah. she finds a pair of furry handcuffs in the closet for no reason. And then she, I think she finds like another photo of of Constance with the guy. She sees the photo that we all saw of Constance with, Constance with the guy and just leaves that. And then yeah, just yeah, le- nope. and then yeah, and then just puts more of her fingerprints all around the apartment and handles shit without fucking logging it and without gloves. I didn't and notice that, Sarah. That is really bare hands. It, Literally, piece of glass. She's going for a fingerprint and just paws her way all on it to get it into a baggie. Yeah. So guess whose fingerprints are on it now? The detectives, too. I mean, not that that ever comes up, but no. just saying. No. It was just very mishandled. And it so was. now we, I guess that's why Emma is a better detective. Um, like an Angela Lansbury compared to this broad. (laughs) (laughs) There's Uh, a quick moment where Emma comes home and then she's, her parents are freaking out because they don't know where she's been. And they don't know she's been, you know, and she says, she starts screaming that Constance was murdered and then she has a a faints and she's rushed to the hospital, but then she's fine and she's in bed and she's like um, fondling this necklace. That's like a heart. Yeah. And I don't, did that come from Constance? So because she got- that was that was in the box of shit at when she first meets Seth at the apartment that Constance oh. used to live with was this heart locket necklace, and she just t- she like ganks it, she steals it, and she's been wearing it and stuff. 
Oh, I see. I totally missed that. I just was like, oh, she conveniently has a necklace that's a heart and she got yeah. a heart transplant. And I thought maybe her parents gave it to her. And I'm, I had totally missed that. So I'm glad that you caught it. So, okay. So it was, it was Constance's. So she's got Constance's heart and her heart locket. She's fondling that in bed mm-hmm. at the hospital bed. She's fine. And the mom is like, you know, she wants to talk to her mom about Constance more. And the mom is like, this is why you're here. We just have to move on. Her heart was a gift. Be happy about it. And I'll be honest, even though the mom's shady, I'm with her on this, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you've got a second chance here. You're really wasting time. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not putting this in the past. I'm going to text Seth. And she texts Seth and she, he hasn't. So now he's kind of missing. We don't really know. Um, And then we kind of overhear like the, the parents start talking about something like, where did she get this crazy idea? And I think they mean about, cause she thinks Constance was murdered. And the mom is like, God, where did she get this crazy idea? And dad was like, I don't know, lack of oxygen, which I thought was like a weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you can't tell me real dry sense of humor or a real asshole. You know? yeah. I don't know. yeah. He's like, Oh, I don't know. Brain, you know, oxygen. Cause the, and you're like, okay. So weird joke, dad. And then the mom starts crying and you know, she's overhearing all of this. And then the next day they tell her she's grounded. <laughs> and can you imagine like, sur- like surviving heart transplant surgery and then being told you're grounded? I no. No, no. I mean, it is ridiculous. I mean, like, yeah. I'm grounded. Okay, You're grounded. I'd yeah, be like, I, I wish like, I was dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish I'd I didn't like, even have a heart. And by the, the way, I do some. I do something cool. Like I'd be like, Oh yeah, you're gonna ground me. Well, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna get really upset about it and make my heart flutter. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna until you unground me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go masturbate for hours and you won't even and I don't think you're supposed to do that probably I don't well I maybe I, I shouldn't have gone sorry mom but you know what I mean something with the heart get your heart mm-hmm. going yeah. get your heart going it's been well, a long now, quarantine she's she's mad she's mad that she's gra- uh, grounded so her the ex comes to see her as she obviously gets a hold of him somehow and he comes to see her with a ladder in the window because she's grounded and she needs to get out because she wants to solve Constance's murder in her mind. So he, <laughs> she comes down the ladder and it, and then they just walk away and they leave it. It's in the it's front a big yard. ladder it's too. And you can tell one of those like aluminum ones that would have been so loud putting it up onto the house. <laughs> I so mean, loud. it would like, there's no way that the mom's ears wouldn't be bleeding by the time he got up there, but. Oh, it was so fun. It was so funny. And then when they walk away, they're like, it's in the front yard. It wasn't even like the backyard. Like it yeah. was, it was like the ladder in the front yard. It's right there. So she goes to see Seth and again, and finally she, he is there and he's like, I'm leaving town. I can't pay rent. I've been in in jail. And basically he's like, I, they found the fingerprint. They think I killed her and I'm leaving town. I can't pay my rent. And I'm like, I think you're leaving town. I don't think you're supposed to leave town if someone thinks you killed someone. But yeah, no, probably not. Or how did he these even get out though? Like how? I, well, he- listen, these detectives. I, I, you know, we were already clear that they're a mess. So yeah, true. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe I mean, he Seth they might have about smarter them. <laughs> they probably just accidentally opened the door and he walked <laughs> out. I was like, peace out. He just I'm asked to go town. to the bathroom, and they were like, yeah, All right. yeah, <laughs> and left. So. They, she's like, um, that's fine, but I'm going back to the condo, um, to Wait, can get I just more say, answers. 
very quickly about Seth. You know, he's fleeing town, all this stuff. And then um, she's like, we have to catch Harkin, you know, and he's like, uh, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, yeah, you need a brain transplant. I was like, oh, boy. I mean, he's yeah. just dropping these organ jokes. Or- like Organ jokes. You know, it's like, come on. He anyway, I just wanted to make sure that we heard that. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. I didn't even catch he, that. Yeah, that you know, because I'd that'd be another great opportunity for her to say, "Well, how about this? I might how about need this it. is my thing." Yeah, because yeah. she I mean, still again, hasn't told him, right? No, no. Second one lobbed up for her to yeah. take a swing at, and she didn't do it. Hasn't done it. Mm-mm. Um. So now they're they're kind of going through the um condo right at this point she and yeah yeah i think okay so she's like well if you're not gonna go i'm still going blah 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 and um but he goes because he's a pussy and he likes her probably um yeah. like he doesn't want to go but then he goes and then um they get in and then like she only needed seth so he still had the key fob she only needed seth because she needed him to jimmy open the door again to the actual condo because right. he he's a big you know bad boy he can get into places so then um so he goes in but then as soon as the, she gets in there she goes go to my mom go tell my mom to get detective roberts and and get out yeah and then get out yeah and like and he's like why and she's like no i've got a plan blah 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 yeah so they so he's off she's up to something we can tell detectives back at the at the station listening to the old 911 call and it sparks something in her and she just hears that it's a woman and Mm -hmm. um i don't know why she didn't hear that before when she listened to it (laughs) but again yeah i'm gonna write a firm letter to that school she asks for something else. Uh, the detective is, and the detective. She starts looking at security footage, and um, uh, back at the condo, Emma is calling Harkin, and you know, obviously, who answers a big. FaceTime call from an unknown number? By the way, yeah, yeah, as a lawyer, yeah, yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. he. Did, that's a very good point. He answers a FaceTime call, and she's wearing. She's in the condo. She and, she and she basically says, I think, you you know, you need to come see me. I think you know where I am and like shows that she's in the condo, which she obviously, you know, put Constance up in. So he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. He thinks again, like he thinks she's blackmailing him. About so his affair. De- yeah. yeah. So detective yeah. is on the case. Um, she's starting to think it's weird that a woman called 911 and didn't try to help. And Emma's getting the condo all set up to have Seth come over. He comes over and... um. She puts on a really fancy dress and totally does her hair like a whole new curl wave. Yes. And and in the meantime, the detective has told um, people to get to the condo building or something because something's going on. Or I think or maybe the mom tells her. No, I kind of lost that one. No, no, you're no, you're right. Because something like she because like so. Does the mom, okay, doesn't matter. Somehow Seth is able to get in touch with the mom who gets in touch with the detective or something. And the detective is like, oh no, she's at the condo. And she's like dispatches like a bunch of cops to go like, oh, you know, whatever. I need backup. So then, you know, know something's something's going going down. Yeah. Yeah. And Harkin's there and he's, she's recording him talking and he 
it's basically just like sticking out of her purse and it's very mm-hmm. obvious that she's it's recording it and he's also because her <laughs> doesn't see it well also because she's staring at it most of the time you know? <laughs> yeah can you imagine like sitting side by side on a couch with someone but you're just staring at the coffee table at this like lens this like camera screen the whatever yeah, yeah and you're mm-hmm. just like not noticing it mm-hmm. so he doesn't notice he's a shitty lawyer um, mm-hmm. they kind of start going back and forth. They're all like, bad well, at what of, they do. That's they're all bad. Gonna, at <laughs> they're all, they all need to try harder. They're obviously all bad at what they do. Mm-hmm. Now the mom in the meantime grabs a gun back at home and says, I have to stop her. And it's, you know, everyone's losing it. We'll just kind of wrap this up because it's yeah. probably, we don't need to beat it to fucking death, but everyone's <laughs> too losing late. It. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> I love um, it. But what I I mean, I don't think I'm com- jumping too far ahead to say that no. basically this guy says to her, like, I get it. You're going to try to get me on a statutory rape charge. Um, but, you know, I did like her and I get you're just framing me for this. And then he sees the phone. You're trying to frame me for this. And then and she's like, no, I'm trying to get you for murder. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I did not mm-hmm. murder her. I just statutory raped her. You know, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a monster. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. just... I just like statutory really, raped like a, her. I'm just a sick person. Mm-hmm. So in comes the mom and the mom says, but let she me. She looks like a Charlie's angel with the meanest thigh gap I've seen in a really long time. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, I it was like to a point where it was like notable. And I don't know, is notable, noticeable. But anyway, it was just like, boom, it was crazy. Yeah. I wish I would have known. Yeah. I think I'm trying to avoid looking at people's bodies right now because it just makes oh. me feel bad. I've given, I feel, I'm at the point where like, it's, we're beyond help. So I'm just going <laughs> to admire the nice looking people. And yeah, no, world. that's a good, I like it. I like, that's a bad, that's a nicer attitude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the mom comes in and she's like, let me finish this. And Emma's confused and everyone's very confused until, and then there, a gunshot com- goes off. Now, first of all, when the gunshot went off, the police were like in the hallway and, <laughs> and they go move, you know, we hear this. And it, I mean, it took them another 15 minutes. Again, bad at their jobs. Yeah. It took them a really long time to finally get in. It but did. the detective Seth got yeah, in they, quicker. Seth got in quicker. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the detective is like, you know, you're done, Harkin. And he's like, I didn't, I didn't kill her. And he's like, no, I know you didn't, but you did the rape thing, the statutory rape thing. So we're going to get you on that. And then she says, and then she arrests the mom for the murder of Constance, whoever, what her, what her last name was. I don't know. I think they said it. And she, and Emma's so confused because she still hasn't put this together. No. She's like, you're no. arresting my mom. And the mom just looks at her with her thigh gap and says, I'd die for you. She was I'd very, kill for you. I'd kill for you. Yeah. And she says it all dead eyed. And then she just basically spills the beans on yeah. how she did it. Yeah. She's like, you know, Constance made a mess of her life. She was a relative. She was a, a, a blood match, which you needed to be. You'd move, been moving down. You'd been moved down the donor list. I ran into her. She'd made a mess of her life. I found out about this Harkin guy, and she's, you know, basically not prostituting herself, but kind of. And she basically tells her that she gave her some kind of poison, right? Some, uh, yeah, put something in her coffee mug to quote, put her to sleep. Without damaging her organs. Like right, she did a right. whole web. She did a MD. lot of homework. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't know how close her and her husband, Emma's father, Garrett, were because he was absolutely flabbergasted by this news. No idea. 
flabbergasted. And there was a minute where I thought he must be in on it too. Right. So did I. Um, but then no, like when they would whisper and stuff, I was like, oh, maybe he's supposed to be in on it. But he was like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't believe she did this. Right. And he, he actually, I think he actually says, uh, how did I not know? And we're like, I don't know. Cause you're ma- busy making weird dad jokes. Yeah. About- crack it, going to open mics, like give it yeah. up, hell. You should like, you're not, you're funny around the water cooler. That's it. But yeah. Oh, and then, you know, and they're kind of like, how did you solve this? And and the detective is like, well, the 911 call and the EMT report made me think maybe it was murder instead of suicide. Why not before, bitch? Yeah, yeah. Again, she should get a full there, refund. There's no new information in any of the reports. And then Emma and, you know, they're, Emma's sitting there with the detective and she's like, my heart is just broken. And the detective is like, I know, I'm really sorry, but you did the right thing by your cousin by finding out, you know, what happened and, and, and avenging her murder and, and letting people know she didn't kill herself. And then they basically drag the mom off to jail through the police station. And she looks real mad, real yeah, mad. Yeah. Pissed. Like mad at her daughter, you know? Well, I would be a little, you know, I'm not to take, you know, devil's advocate here, but it's like if Emma just kind of shut the fuck up, every, you know, go on with your heart, your new life, everything's fine. I mean, not saying that Constance didn't deserve justice, but she really made her bed. I, yeah, but at, at this point, I'm, I mean, she's already dead. So, and you're alive. Right. So, right. can the mom just enjoy her, you know, have a nice life, make you cookies, yeah, make like, some just cookies. shut up. Right. Yeah. But no, she, that's not what happened. She gets carted off to jail and then they flash forward to six months later and, and uh, Emma's back at the debate team. Flourishing. Flourishing. And they won. They had their first mm-hmm. win since she's been back, I guess. And they're very excited. And so they only won because she's there and didn't, you know, have someone cover for her or whatever. And then <laughs> guess who shows up for the celebration? Don't say Seth. it. Seth. 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 The old rascal. The old rascal. He skipped town, uh, you know, even though he's out on bail or whatever. But now he's been cleared. He came back. Um and I will say that the father, who was also at the debate team win, and Emma have seemed to, it says six months later. I mean, this should have been at least two years later for them yeah. to be as happy yeah. as they were. Well, and your mom killed yeah. somebody. She, not only did she kill someone, not only are your, your parents' relationships over, your relationship with your mother's over, you know, everything is fucked up. Probably Tanya's, Tanya's the only one who's having a good day, probably, because she's like... <laughs> She's Finally, she's hammered, <laughs> just on the porch with like food delivery, just talking up, real happy. But um, the I just again, I don't know what's going on in my mind when I'm watching these things. We watched this obviously days ago, but I I have, I have in my notes. You know, I like to reference my notes. It just says. Um, Emma's flourishing at debate club. Seth is back in town. He tells Emma he's stuck on her. And then I wrote, nice little bow on this shit gift. <laughs> I love, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. It was a nice little bow that Seth is like, basically he gave her the, I'm here to see about a girl line. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, that's why he's back. And she's like, oh, really? <laughs> and yeah. yeah, and that is, that's the nice little bow on the shit gift that is her life that she has to walk around with this heart of her dead cousin who her mom killed every day for the rest of her life hey but at least seth the guy that lives in the shitty apartment likes yeah at least her and seth can go off into the sunset and do math and then run down the seven flights and 
And don't you think it's going to be weird too for them forever? Like if they, you know, I don't know when she can have sex again because of the heart thing. I'm sure she's going to do it anyway. She seems to not care about the doctor's orders, but it's going to be, you know, are you thinking about me or are you thinking about my dead cousin's heart? Well, and didn't they kind of allude a little bit to that? Like she was changing, like I'm stronger now because Constance was so strong and it's like, well, hopefully you're cooler too because you suck and Constance at least enjoyed her time here. Yeah. So, well, you know, hopefully the ending was to give us hope that Emma was going to move on and be more fun yeah. with her and more grateful. Um, And that what? her mom was going to rot in prison. Rot in prison. And hopefully Happy the jo- holidays, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the jokey dad meets someone because he really got shafted in this whole he thing. He did. Yeah, he'll meet another open mic comic. and Yeah, yeah. That love moves pretty quickly. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Real fast. We know. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Mary. We I did it, probably, Sarah. Yeah, we've done it. We've divul- di- dissected that dissected. one. Dissected. We've gran- We've to a granular level that no one fucking cares about, but we did it. Nobody else is doing this. Nobody has this much passion. And nobody takes notes like Mary. So, <laughs> and you you have wonderful notes, Sarah. Mine are more just like, oh, we got to, you know, I, this is, I got to remind myself how to get through the storyline for people. Cause we, again, we don't expect everyone to have watched it. We hope that without watching it, we'll just tell yeah. you what happened. Well, um, and then if I, you did watch it, you'll enjoy it more. Like, you, you know, it's a win win for everybody. Yeah. No, exactly. You definitely don't have to watch it. But, and also, I think it's, if it were me and I hadn't watched it and I listened to our, horseshit our fun horseshit i would want to go watch it after almost i feel like that's what i would want to do but i know now that they're gonna get more downloads because of us and it doesn't even matter yeah yeah you're right maybe that's a bad that's why i'm not a good business planner like i would <laughs> you know what i mean everything i do is backwards anyway well, hopefully we, if you, you hopefully you enjoyed listening hopefully yeah. you will tell your friends hopefully you will subscribe if you haven't already leave us a nice review don't leave a mean one mary yeah, can't handle it i can't handle it please and um yeah enjoy yourselves this holiday season and look for our next one and if you haven't listened to the first uh few episodes check them out they're they're fun we have they are fun. fun and every tuesday fun. we will be uh dropping a new one that's right so you know what mary hmm. see you next tuesday oh my god see you next tuesday